This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker on the BetQL Audio Network. BetQL and Radio.com have partnered up to help you beat the sports books. Use our promo code daily for 20% off any subscription. BetQL's algorithms analyze over 350,000 unique bets every year in real time to help give you an edge over the books. Our promo code daily for 20% off any subscription. This is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network. Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker with you. Uh, we bring on to the show Eric Eager, at Eric Eager on Twitter, Pro Football Focus. He co-hosts the PFF Forecast Podcast. Eric, uh, based off recent episodes of the pod and your Twitter account, at Eric Either, you are either trolling the crazy-ass Bears fans or you believe there is a legit shot that they are going to land a franchise quarterback. It, it certainly looks that way. Um, and, you know, you guys, I, I, I think that, you know, the, the, the Chicago Bears going off at what, five and a half to one, six to one to win the NFC North, um, you know, looks like something that, you know, is worth a, a speculative uh, shot at this point, just based upon the, the, you know, it looks like they're really serious about getting uh, a good quarterback in town for what, the first time since Jim McMahon? Um, Yeah. I'd say they won because of the defense, but <laughs> he would walk in. Either of them walk in. They are the best quarterback in Bears history, bar none. It's not close. That would yeah, be no, amazing. He, Go ahead, Eric. Yeah, no, no, I mean, that's that's for sure. And this current Bears team, I think the underrated part that no one's taking into consideration is this is a very good football team. They're a team that's won, you know, uh, you know they've gone, you know, 500 or better, made the playoffs twice in – the last three years, despite having quarterback play that I I think we'll all agree has been very subpar. Um, you put a lead quarterback play in there, and obviously you're going to have to give up something to get it. But uh, I think what you're going to give up uh, is not going to be the totality of that great roster. Uh, curious, Eric, uh, while we're on the quarterback topic and maybe the Bears, et cetera, uh, Greg Cosell this morning on the Ross Tucker football podcast, where, 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 
He said, that's a long story, Eric. You don't even know what that noise means. But anyway, <laughs> he said uh, he thinks Dak is a better quarterback than Russell Wilson. Where, where do you guys have those guys ranked? Because that, that was a surprise. I was not expecting that. Uh, yeah, I'm not going that far. I think Wilson, <laughs> you know, the, the thing about, the, the thing about um, Prescott is, you know, he just doesn't have as long a body of work. I mean, he's really only been an elite quarterback probably from 2019 and then early in the season last year when he lit the entire league on fire. Um, you know, in, in 2018, he took like 58 sacks. I mean, we're talking, you know, a, a quarterback who's taken a while to come around. And Wilson's been sort of in that elite category, sort of held back by his team, uh, I think, for, you know, the better part of the last half a decade. So, you know, I would take Wilson over Prescott, especially now that the money is more or less equal. In fact, you're paying more for Prescott now than you are Wilson. I, I would go, obviously, with Wilson. The, the tricky thing is, is, you know, it's so hard to divorce player from team. Uh, and Wilson just simply hasn't been trusted in Seattle as much as some other elite quarterbacks, uh, except with the exception of their first few games last year, in, in which case that offense is really unstoppable. With Eric Eager, Pro Football Focus, this is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network. Kind of buried the lead, Eric. Uh, we, we've got breaking news coming out this hour about your favorite football team, Eric Fisher, Mitchell Schwartz, <laughs> getting released. What's your reaction? It, it's tough, man. I know, um, you know, offensive line is such an interesting position, right? Because the benefits of having, you know, average play um, – is is immense but you need to you need to somehow get average play out of five guys anytime you have one guy that simply can't play or in the chief's case uh in the super bowl two guys who are sort of out of out of their depth it's so much more detrimental to your team than let's say having an elite player is good right if if tyron smith stones the the right edge player every single play of a game but the other four guys in your line are terrible there's not a huge benefit there but if you have four pretty good offensive linemen and then one guy can't block it, block the sun, then, you know, your offense is also going to be, you know, you know, have a difficult time uh, getting around things. So the goal for the Chiefs this, you know, this offseason, I mean, it's not even just the two tackles. Uh, you know, their center's a free agent, Laurenti Rene Tardis. We don't know if he's going to come back uh, from being a doctor uh, last season. So, you know, they're, they're, very much, they're very much lucky that there's all these guards and tackles that are available in free agency that'll suppress prices a little bit, but they, they have to get to the work of rebuilding this offensive line, you know, relatively quickly, or we're going to see a situation in Kansas city. That's very similar to the one in Seattle, where the franchise quarterback locked into a big deal is still unhappy because the team hasn't done enough to sort of build around it. Yeah. This is interesting about what the chiefs are doing and, and what they did with these tackles. I'm also curious, what was the biggest franchise tag move eric that uh took you by surprise whether it was a guy that got tagged or a guy that didn't well i think you know the kenny galladay one is interesting because obviously he got hurt and that team's trying to rebuild but you know yeah they're they're gonna lose i think all three of their top wide receivers they got tyrell williams just recently in free agency um but that you know that one was perplexing to me um, I think similarly, so the Saints franchise tagging Marcus Williams, I think famous for whiffing on Stefan Diggs during the Minneapolis miracle play, but otherwise a pretty good football player, but the Saints don't exactly have the money to sort of be slapping big franchise tags uh, on, on players that play, 
you know, not necessarily premium positions. And, and you know, to me, that's the one of the most surprising. It seems like the Saints are still sort of thinking about contending, even though the writing is on the wall, that it's just going to be difficult for them over the next few years. Eric, I want to go back to uh, Dak for a second here. What lesson was learned and how Dallas handled the Dak Prescott contract situation? Uh, this is such a great question, Joe. I, the, the hard part is, is I actually don't hate the process that they went through. I mean, because you look at the other side of it and teams that were super eager to like sort of put money down on young quarterbacks have gotten their spurs handed to them in the last few years. You look at LA with, with Jared Goff, you look at Philadelphia with Carson Wentz. Obviously the Ravens are sort of thinking twice about the Lamar situation after an MVP year followed by an okay season. And Dallas made a, made a similar bet. And as you guys all know, talking about betting all the time, sometimes you make a good bet and it, it just goes pear shaped on you. And I think, you know, with Dak, you, you look at, okay, 16 was a great year, but they had a ton of support for him. 17 and 18 weren't necessarily the greatest years. Um, so I don't, I understand their thought process going into 2019 and saying, look, we got to make them prove it. And, you know, the, the hard part was, is they saw that 2019 team being eight and eight um, and, and overlooked the fact that Dak really carried that team. They're first in yards for play. They were terrible on special teams, terrible on defense. And, you know, Jerry Jones made a bet. And the problem is, is all the outcomes of that bet were going to be bad for the, uh, bad for um, the Dallas Cowboys. If he would have played underneath the value of the tag, well, then you're, you're further away from having a quarterback. If he played at the value of a tag, well, then you got to tag him again for 20% more or whatever. And if he played above and beyond it, which he did, then you got to pay, pay through the ears for him. So that was, you know, I, I think Jones made a bet he didn't quite understand. And obviously he's got to pay up for it. And I, you know, I, I, I question sometimes the veracity of paying a quarterback that much money, but Dak in the, over the last two years has really earned that, you know, elite quarterback, uh, you know, mantra. And those guys just get paid. They get paid a lot of money. So Eric, I, I want to get to, um, in terms of that, you saying they get paid, they get paid a lot of money. One team that clearly doesn't like to pay is the green Bay Packers. And I'm curious, I know you guys don't like running backs at PFF and you don't value them and running backs don't matter and blah, blah, blah. I got it, okay? But your thoughts on not even tagging Aaron Jones for one year at $8 million, and are you going to try to make the argument that the Packers have a better chance to win the Super Bowl next year without him? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Uh, well, I mean, just the way that running backs work, right? Like we actually had a very, we actually had a decent season last year as far as running backs being good one year, carrying it over to the next. I mean, Dalvin Cook was great this year. Derrick Henry was good. Um, you know, Joe Mixon got hurt. Like some of the guys that Alvin Kamara was great, lived up to his contract, right? So, um, but if you look at, if you look back a bunch of years, like there simply isn't the precedent for high end running backs playing well after being rewarded with money. And my issue with the Jones thing is why, why were you spending the big draft capital on uh, AJ Dillon? If you weren't going to eventually use that as cost savings on Aaron Jones in a subsequent year, that's kind of my thing. I think it thematically makes sense for them to have used the, the high pick on AJ Dillon and to allow Aaron Jones to walk and get the compensatory pick. Now, is Aaron Jones better than AJ Dillon? Yes. And, and I think that they're going to suffer a little bit, but the thing about running backs in the NFL is that, you know, huge differences in talent don't necessarily translate all the time to huge differences in production. And I think that's the best that the Packers are making. Look, we take a little bit of a dip in, in, in uh, talent level, but we take a relatively modest dip in production. And that's overcome by the fact that we saved the $8 million uh, on Jones by not using the tag. This is BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker, our guest, Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus. Eric, what was the most baffling decision uh, with the franchise tag by any team, whether we're talking about tagging a player or letting them go to free agency? Uh, I, I have to think it's the Marcus Williams one. I already sort of talked about that, but, you know, that, yeah. you know I don't know what the Saints are doing. Uh, a subsequent one, I think, you know, as far as, you know, Tampa Bay – I think that, you know, Tampa Bay has long been in a great position because they haven't given out signing bonuses. If you look, it, it's sort of low key interesting, right? That the Bucks sort of always pay for things as they go. Um, and it's done them really well as far as cap, caps are concerned. There isn't a team that's as talented as the Bucks that have had, have as good of a cap situation as they have for a long time. And, and they sort of, relented on that a little bit like they just gave the three voidable years to levante david um you know they're probably going to sign shaq barrett to a huge contract um obviously tom brady's next up and so the the decision to franchise tag chris godwin when you know mike evans is their highly paid wide receiver antonio brown will likely be in the mix scotty miller and tyler johnson have shown a lot of promise was a little perplexing to me yeah, what about – well, first of all, we could have a whole discussion on tagging Godwin instead of Shaq Barrett because I think if you're trying to make sure you have a better chance to win the Super Bowl next year, I'd rather have Shaq Barrett than Godwin. But what about your boy Urban Meyer, <laughs> Eric, in, in Jacksonville tagging Cam Robinson? I, I think he might be the worst player I've ever seen get the franchise tag. <laughs> you brought – you brought a great one up. Yeah, that I didn't even I, I that one went by so fast to me. And I said, you know, I just let Jesus take the wheel on that one. So I didn't even <laughs> think about that for very long. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's bad. And and again, that shows how valuable. So I talked about Eric Fisher on Twitter today, how valuable average left tackles are. It's almost like, you know, starting pitching like a, a third starter in baseball. Like that's why teams are spending so many resources to get guys in the minors because like if you want to sign a, a an average tackle in free agency, like that's the going rate. And it's like the, it, it's, it's crazy that Jacksonville in a year where 
There's a lot of tackles available. They have the 20 sec- They have the first pick, but they also have the 22nd pick by virtue of the Jalen Ramsey trade that they wouldn't just simply take a chance um, that Robinson doesn't have as big of a market as they think uh, and sort of allow him to test it. But maybe they're thinking to themselves that they can get average play out of Robinson again, I guess, that that's a lot better than, you know, looking at what the, the uh, Bengals had with Joe Burrow, almost getting the guy killed on, the, on a weekly basis um, with an offensive line that, that isn't ready to incorporate a first overall quarterback. Eric Eager, Pro Football Focus, co-host of the PFF Forecast podcast, at Eric Eager on Twitter. Eric, uh, a lot of sports fans are ready not to sleep much because of the March Madness, but we got free agency madness. Uh, So next time we talk to you, there'll be a lot of moving parts, man. Appreciate your time as always. I'm looking forward to it, man. Thanks thanks guys for having me on, uh, and have a good one. Good stuff from Eric Eager there. The NFL never stops. They're, they're talking about um, some draft props that you should be taking a look at right now. A lot of those numbers should be gone, so make sure you check out that podcast over at Pro Football Focus. Coming up next, a mega NBA card. We're going to talk about it next. You're locked into the BetQL Audio Network.